Grace and peace to you, Bloom. Welcome to our guided liturgy podcast, and we're in our season of examine, a season in which our church engages in a practice of opening ourselves up to the life, the presence, the work of the Spirit among us, both when we gather as a community and in our own lives, where we work and where we live. Part of what we do in this season is to reclaim the commitments that we have been given to live out as a community. Last week, we centered on our first commitment, which is worship. And this week, we will center on our second commitment, which is prayer. The people of God are a praying people. The followers of Jesus enter into a deep and satisfying communion with Him and partner with His work in the world by continually bringing ourselves before God. So therefore, we are committed to regular patterns of prayer, both corporately and individually, that place us before the face of God and the world in light of his presence. This episode is going to be a little different, as instead of dissecting prayer and talking about different patterns and rhythms of prayer, what we would like to do is just to engage in a liturgy of prayer together. So we encourage you, before you go further in this podcast, to find a place in which you can be free from distraction, and that you would allow this liturgy to draw you into the reality of the presence of Christ among us and working through us in our world. The liturgy that we are following is a form of evening prayer, an ancient liturgy called Compline. And while we've worked to lead this liturgy in a way that you will not need the words in front of you, we've provided a link on the podcast for you to find the liturgy sheet if you would like. Our hope is that as we go through Compline together, that we would experience the ancient prayers of the church, those who have gone before us, and this ancient rhythm as a graceful guide for us as we pray, as we open our hearts to the one who knows all and who sees all, who holds us even now. I think there is more than enough books written on prayer. There are strategies for prayer, um, including like the form, the place where it occurs, the timing, the theology behind it. And really when Jesus was asked, how should we pray? He responds with the Lord's Prayer, which is to me can be summarized in this, in both an awareness of the kingdom of God, of the presence of God with us, and an aligning to that reality, aligning to the movement of Christ on the earth. And what does that mean for us? So it's less about this kind of loosey-goosey conversation with God and more about an opening of ourselves to the Spirit of God, an awareness of who God is to us and with us, and then an aligning of our hearts, our minds uh, to the work of Christ, the presence of Christ in us and, and through us. And all that to say that I think we make prayer overly complicated. I think that it's just like, it's something that if we're in tune to beauty, like we talked about last week, if we're in tune to to God and to that place in us that wants something more than what we see with our eyes and we can touch with our hands, then we naturally move into this place of prayer. And so perhaps the place of the church and the place of pastors and spiritual directors could be to help people cultivate that place of longing and place of of wanting to be open to the other to the divine, to the beauty that surrounds us and holds us, which is Christ. And that's kind of just my take on it. As in my journey, I think I've confused myself over prayer. I've allowed myself to be confused 
by it, uh, by what I've read or studied or what people have said. And it, that's why I think really at the heart of it, it, it really is an awareness, an openness, and an aligning to the divine. I think I had a similar experience with prayer in terms of like, I thought it had to look a certain way. Um, and I came from a more free flowing church. So it had to look like you being clever or prophetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just made prayer complicated for me. Um, I was lucky enough to get to lean into that when I was on staff with university that for some reason that became the thing I was known for. But because of that, I got to experiment with like all sorts of different kinds of prayer with people and teaching them that. And I think the biggest lesson I learned is that for me, the most powerful prayer is often like through my tears. And I think those are some of the deepest prayers we can have. And you don't even have to like come up with why you're feeling that way. (laughs) It's, you know, it's the prayer that's too deep for words almost. And I think we've so overcomplicated it. Mm. And it's as simple as saying the names of God Mm -hmm. or having a good cry. I think I was surrounded by a version of Christianity that required me to do like a quiet time every morning. Mm. And it just never really worked for me. And I remember like discovering running and how the conversation I had while running was always so much more thought provoking or soul stimulating than sitting. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I, I I think prayer works the same way. There's not one way to pray Mm -hmm. that works for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that for a long time. I grew up with prayer being pretty transactional, like Mm -hmm. where it was mainly just you ask God for things and he maybe answers and maybe doesn't. There wasn't really an explanation for why he doesn't and I kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for prayer for a long time Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until probably my adult life that I understood the importance of the Holy Spirit when it comes to prayer Mm -hmm. and for a long time prayer was just completely devoid of the Holy Spirit just because it wasn't taught that way Um, but coming to Bloom has been a really great thing for my prayer life or really just kind of beginning a prayer life that actually feels meaningful and, and like formational where I'm just, it's kind of like what you're saying, like speaking to a friend or um, airing grievances or it's like a journal entry almost, but where you actually experience change and, and transformation. And I'm still not very good at it, but learning that has helped me a lot that it's not this transactional thing. We're just asking God for things, but that it's actually just this kind of dance, this conversation that we have with God. My experience with prayer, um, it was something that that happened easily in our home. It was something that my parents moved into fairly fluidly throughout conversations at times or circumstances. Something came up. You know, they might be listening to one of us talk or share something, and they could just easily kind of move into like, well, Lord, we're just going to give that to you, know, whatever, and just kind of end the conversation. And that was a real gift um, in exemplifying just the ease and the easy access that it taught me um, that I had in prayer, that it wasn't something I had to go off and do something privately or have to do at a set time, that it was just very much a part of our coming and going. Um, And so that was a gift that I feel like I was given in my growing up years. 
Um, however, I have recognized just even in the last recent season of my life, how little listening I do in my prayers and that it is often me expressing in me, even if it's in worship, that I'm the one speaking. If it's me and praying for something, if it's me and confessing, um, and just in the last, like, very short time, which is humbling to say, pushing myself to enter into prayer that it, that allows space and time for a response. Like, it has been so one-sided. And not that I don't hear from the Lord, but I feel like he, it's been through His grace that He'll just, you know, He wasn't going to really wait for me to give Him space. He was just gracious and generous enough to drop it in my lap because I wasn't creating that space like now what do you want to say in that awareness mm-hmm. that you're talking about I was very aware of myself mm-hmm. and what I wanted to pray for I was very aware of prayer and so then adding the pieces of you know where you're worshiping in prayer or you're confessing in prayer my my awareness and that was more of what prayer like you guys were saying like should look like and so I'm incorporating mm-hmm. those other pieces um but I feel like the most important part of just that awareness of God and what are you doing and where are you moving and what do you want to say in that and what are you what do you have for me to hear in that? Um, just creating the space for that and and sitting in silence was a piece that I just, for whatever reason, never really practiced. And um, for me, it's just been incredibly transformational just in the things that it's revealed to me about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just in here, in this little group, you have each of us from different streams of faith or of Christianity. And um, it really does just exemplify that Prayer is so deeply intimate, mm-hmm. and it's so very unique to the to the prayer. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that God holds all people and every wiring that we can come up with in mm-hmm. our hearts and our minds as humans. He, God, is able to meet that, to speak to that, to to draw us in. There's this uh, really great mystic work, the cloud of unknowing. And I I think that John of the Cross wrote that, but true to the mystics, no one can be sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's this, there's this little portion of it that I've never forgotten. It basically is saying that um, it's, it's the emptying of ourselves. It's sitting in utter silence and with no expectation, no agenda, just being available to the spirit of God, that that is the action that most pleases Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And even that, no one can say that's a definite Mm -hmm. for sure thing. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But I love that that invitation Mm -hmm. is to let ourselves go into that which comes naturally at some level within us that we're wanting to pray, that we're wanting to, to reach out 
to something so much bigger than us, mm-hmm. that Christ meets us in that place. But we're, we're not really here to, to say this is, you know, here's this method of prayer, here's this, mm-hmm. this step-by-step guide, because I, I truly don't think that is Christ's intention, and I don't believe it should be our intention as the church and ones who are journeying together towards Christ. I think rather it's creating space for each person to be fully who they are and to be attentive to that place within them that's longing for more. And that could just be prayer. It comes in all different forms. Mm -hmm. It comes in all different textures. Mm -hmm. But at the core of it, it's us crying out for connection to the one who holds us and who made us. That reminds me of uh, the passage where when he stands up and he's got this eloquent prayer and he says, thank you that I am not like Mm -hmm. so-and-so and I'm not like so-and-so. But like the prayer that was happening was the man whose head was down mm-hmm. and all he could do was like beat his chest and yeah. say, I'm a sinner. And I, and I think it's like, less. it's not even about admitting we're a sinner sometimes. Like, I think sometimes it's just cracking our hands open a little mm-hmm. bit to say, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I, I know you see me, mm-hmm. whether those are eloquent words or prepared prayers or me just holding open my hands. Yeah. So that just kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. It's allowing ourselves to be in the reality that we are seen, that we are known, Mm -hmm. and there's no performing in that place. Mm -hmm. But I will say that sometimes we don't have the words and we don't have the intention. And as we talked about last Sunday, the reason that we've adapted the historic patterns of the church and our worship is because sometimes we don't know how to pray and we don't uh, know how to confess nor want to. And we aren't in a place to receive and to share the peace and that those rhythms and those practices of the church, they draw us into that place. And so tonight as we engage in this ancient liturgy of Compline, which is in the prayer book, there's evening prayer and then there's Compline. It's like they, mm-hmm. they have morning and noonday and evening prayer that I think they came up with later. But they retained this ancient liturgy of Compline. I love what a priest told me. Basically what Compline is, is it's saying goodnight to God. It's allowing our hearts and our minds and our bodies to rest in the hands of God. Hmm. And so we're going to engage that liturgy together. And there is no like expected outcome for this if you're joining us on the podcast um, as we go through this, we invite you to go through this and just be led by prayers that have been prayed for hundreds of years before us, that we can join with the song and the prayer of the church guided by the Spirit. And my invitation to you is that you would be in that place of awareness, of openness, of honesty before God. A note from the Book of Common Prayer on the service of Compline. The ancient office of Compline derives its name from the Latin word meaning completion. It is above all a service of quietness and reflection before rest at the end of the day. It is the most effective when the ending is indeed an ending without additions, conversation, or noise. If there is an address or a business to be done, it should come first. 
If the service is in church, those present depart in silence. If at home, they go quietly to bed. The Lord Almighty grant us a quiet night and a perfect end. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. Lord God, our Maker and our Redeemer, this is your world and we are your people. Come among us and save us. We have willfully misused your gifts of creation. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have seen the ill treatment of others and have not gone to their aid. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have condoned evil and dishonesty and failed to strive for justice. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We've heard the good news of Christ, but have failed to share it with others. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have not loved you with all our heart, nor our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, be merciful. Forgive Forgive us our sin. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins. Open our eyes to God's truth. Strengthen us to do God's will. And give us the joy of his kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
from Psalm 134. Come, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, you that by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands towards the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord who made heaven and earth give you blessing out of Zion. Glory Glory to to the the Father, and and to the Son, and to to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and shall shall be be forever. forever. Amen. Hear a reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 22. The servants of the Lamb shall see the face of God, whose name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into Into your your hands, hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, Lord God of truth. 
I commend commend my my spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Into Into your your hands, hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2. Save us, O Lord, while waking, and guard us while sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep may rest in peace. Now, Lord, you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Save us, O Lord, while waking, and guard us while sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep may rest in peace. Bloom, let us join in prayer. That the rest of this day may be holy, peaceful, and full of your presence. In faith we pray. We pray pray to to you, you, our our God. God. That the work we have done and the people we have met today may bring us closer to you. In faith we pray. We We pray pray to to you, you, our God. God. That we may be forgiven our sins and failures. In faith we pray. We We pray pray to you, our God. God. That we may hear and respond to your call to peace and justice. In faith we pray. We We pray pray to you, our God. That you will sustain the faith and hope of those who are lonely, oppressed, and anxious. In faith we pray. We We pray pray to you, our God. That you will strengthen us in your service and fill our hearts with longing for your kingdom. In faith we pray. We pray pray to you, our God. God of mercy, you You know know us and love us and hear our prayer. Keep us in the eternal fellowship of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Darkness covers so
Visit this place, O Lord, we pray, and drive far from it the snares of the enemy. May your holy angels dwell with us and guard us in peace, and may your blessing be always upon us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us pray as Christ our Savior has taught us, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In peace we will lie down and sleep.
For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. Abide with us, Lord Jesus. For the the night night is at hand, and the day is now past. As the night watch looks for the morning, so do we look for you, O Christ. Come with the dawning of the day, and make yourself known in the breaking of the bread. The Lord bless us and watch over us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious to us. The Lord look kindly on us and give us peace. Amen. Amen.